Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. This is better. Okay, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Hello, hello, dear listeners. A warm welcome to all of you. It's great to have you here for episode 52 of the C1 Speaking Podcast. I'm happy to be here with you today, ready to help you improve your English. Because yes, it's that moment of the week when you're about to elevate your English from good to great. Before we start, I just want to encourage you to keep this podcast as a regular part of your weekly routine in 2024. Only 10 minutes a week of active listening can bring you no less than four benefits. Number one, you'll expand your vocabulary. Number two, you'll pick up new ideas to talk about. Number three, you'll learn better ways to structure your answers. And last but not least, number four, you will even improve your pronunciation. Sounds like a deal? All right then, let's get into today's topic. So, in this episode, we're going to tackle a question that not only might come up in your C1 exam, but is also super useful in real-life situations. Like when you're hanging out with friends or colleagues or family, or maybe when you're out on a date, who knows? Curious to hear what it is? Keep listening to find out. All right, let's start with the question. Do you consider yourself an adventurous person? And here is my answer. Am I adventurous? Hmm. Well, it really depends on how you define adventurous, doesn't it? If we're talking about risk-taking in terms of extreme sports, then no, that's not really my cup of tea. You won't catch me skydiving or upsailing, that's for sure. Heights and I just don't mix well. But if you look at it from another angle, like embracing life changes and new experiences, then yeah, I'd say I'm pretty adventurous. For instance, I've lived in three different countries, all by myself. And right now, I'm doing it again, this time in Spain. And it's not always been easy, on the contrary, but it's definitely been exciting. In addition, I'm a solopreneur, and I'm trying to carve out a living independently. That in itself is quite an adventure brimming with risks and opportunities. For instance, if I fall ill, my entire business could come to a standstill. Naturally, I try to mitigate these risks with strategies like automation. But it's a continuous process that demands relentless commitment and a strong sense of self-confidence. So, 
All things considered, I guess I'm adventurous in my own way. For me, it's more about starting fresh in new places and navigating the challenges of entrepreneurship rather than getting an adrenaline rush from extreme sports. That's it, dear listeners. That's my model answer. And as you know, if you are subscribed to the email list, you will have a transcript right now in your email box. So you can check it again. All right. Let's delve into a couple of key phrases that I used in today's response. In my own answer, in my own answer, <laughs> in my answer, I use the phrase brimming with risks and opportunities. And this is quite appropriate for spoken English because it's descriptive and vivid uh, and it conveys that something is full or overflowing with potential challenges and advantages, right? Brimming with risks and opportunities. In English, and also definitely in spoken English, such expressions add color and imagery to the conversation, making it more engaging for the listener. So all in all, this is the kind of phrase that fits well in the Cambridge C1 exam, where a bit of descriptive flair is definitely appreciated. All right, let's take a closer look at the expression, okay? At the expression, let's take a close look at this expression. Repeat after me. Brimming with risks and opportunities. Can you say that? Well done. Wonderful. Now, as I said before, this phrase describes a situation or condition that is full of both potential dangers and favorable chances. Brimming suggests that these elements are present in abundance, almost to the point of overflowing. That makes sense, right? For example, you could say that the stock market is an environment brimming with risks and opportunities, so investors must navigate carefully. Or, another example sentence, Starting your own business is an endeavor brimming with risks and opportunities, requiring both caution and daring. Now, next up is the phrase navigating the challenges of entrepreneurship. It's a common and effective way to describe the process of dealing with the various difficulties and obstacles that come with running a business. The use of navigating metaphorically suggests steering or finding a path through complex or difficult situations, which is a relatable and vivid description in the context of entrepreneurship. So, first of all, repeat after me. Navigating the challenges of entrepreneurship. Now. You can also use this phrase, of course, uh, when you are referring to the process of dealing with and overcoming difficulties or obstacles associated with, for example, parenting or learning a language or remote work. Anything, basically, right? So, for example, 
You could say, navigating the challenges of remote work requires discipline and effective communication. Or, navigating the challenges of parenting in the digital age is a new experience for many, involving constant learning and adaptation. The key thing here is, of course, navigating, right? Navigating challenges of something. All right, that's it. That's it, dear listeners. That's your English practice for today. Remember the two language chunks we discussed, okay? Brimming with risks and opportunities and navigating the challenges of entrepreneurship. Or anything else that you might want to add there. And don't forget to use both expressions when appropriate. And with that, we wrap up today's episode. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you found this episode insightful and beneficial. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd be grateful if you shared it with friends who are, just like you, eager to elevate their English from good to great. Because life is better when improving our English together, right? Okay then, until next time, stay curious, keep learning, and as always, happy speaking. Talk soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Wow, under 10 minutes. Not bad, not bad, Christian. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash buildyourenglish Patreon.com slash buildyourenglish